Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Kaysen. With me today is life coach and LOA teacher, Joel Elston. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Quantum entanglement. That's a topic we've mentioned a couple times here on the show over the last years. Um, I don't think we've ever talked about it in the brain, though. So this is going to be a little bit new. Uh, when I saw the post that you shared, Joel, on Facebook, um, it caught my attention. I mean, that's yeah. not something that you hear reported every day, quantum entanglement in the brain. I mean, we, we hear about it in terms of, of being able to do it in theory. The theory has been talked about for quite some time. Um, there have been a couple of experiments that have been done to show that it can be done long distance, but with machines, um, there's been a lot of speculation here on the show and other shows about, you know, how this could be all working out spiritually and energetically and all that kind of thing. But in the brain, that's new. That's pretty It new. is. And, you know, I love the, the heading of the, um, um, sort of that it's an article and, you know, it's a little post on, uh, that I posted and that it was a very exciting title. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. The, uh, content wasn't as exciting as the title. It was just like, oh, okay. Uh, did you read it or did you? I did just, not. No, yeah, I, yeah, I assumed yeah. that it was actually, you know, useful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it is useful. It, it got me thinking is why I liked it. Uh, okay. but, but the actual stuff that they were talking about, I'm like, this is not what your title's suggesting, but you know, it, it, it did get my attention. So it's, it was an effective title. Yes. Uh, but it was, the, uh, you know, the idea of being quantum, you know, the, the quantum and you know, quantum physics in general is just bizarre. And basically they're talking about like the observer effect on things, you know, where you, uh, when the double slit experiment, when, you know, photons react differently when they're being observed and not observed, which has been repeated thousands of times. It still baffles me. Yeah. Um, also, when when two particles are, are considered quantumly entangled, no matter how far apart they are, if one is to change, the other one instantly changes, even if they were on the opposite sides of the universe. Right. Uh, That's the but, part that really is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but what it got me thinking when, you know, if, if the brain becomes quantum, quantumly entangled with other energies or other people or, uh, and, and I, I, I'm wondering, and this is more than just pure speculation because the title led to the speculation is there are people we connect with and there's people that you meet and you're automatically connected with. Uh, and it seems like, what is that about? You know, is there, is there something going on? I know there's something going on, but is mm-hmm. there an energy? Is there a, 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 is what could that possibly be that it makes it, you know, you meet somebody for the first time and it feels like you've known them forever. And you, you automatically connected, uh, you, 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 or you're around somebody, or you also, for me, I have, uh, this has happened many times in my life. So, for example, I have a friend, you know, several friends that I don't hear from regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like one day I'm just thinking about my friend from Florida. Uh, he's a doctor. So I need to give him a call tomorrow. And before I literally could finish give a call, the phone rang and it was him. And, what what is that? You know what I mean? Now everybody, the, of course, the naysayers are going to go. Well, that's just coincidence. But no, uh, I, I I had the thought he had to be dialing as I had the thought because it rang when that thought was done and it was very spooky. And uh, uh, I have I've multiple times contacted somebody and said, "Oh my gosh, how did you? 
I was just thinking of you. So there's something with that that could possibly be uh, have us quantumly entangled with energies, which is very fascinating. Uh, when you know, not just families, but just you know, not just family members, but people that you're sort of really uh, seem to be connected to. What if we were quantumly entangled? What if we were uh, on a level that we just can't really understand? connected to other people and other brains. That would be fascinating to me. It seems like we may be. I think there's good reason to believe that it could be true. Um, uh, and by the way, Albert Einstein agreed with your choice of words. You, you said it was spooky. That's yes. exactly the word he used. Spooky action. I stole action. that from Albert. Yeah. yeah. I stole that from Albert. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But it, it is. It is. It's just this odd. It doesn't make any sense. It, it uh, in fact, uh, Max Planck uh, basically uh, – of quantum physicists real early, he said, if you understand, if, if, if the less how do you word it? Like, if you think you understand quantum physics, it proves you don't understand quantum physics. Just, there's no way to understand it. It's not comprehensible. It doesn't match anything that we know. That's what's fascinating about it. So this quantum entanglement concept is so fascinating to me. Yeah, I, th- I think it was actually Niels Bohr, but nevertheless, the quote is is accurate because Niels Bohr said, "Okay, yeah, yeah, I was trying I to recall." Was, said, yeah. yeah, okay, because <laughs> um, he, he was he was the philosopher type, you know. Planck was yeah, he was, he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah the other, he's a little wacky too. Uh, <laughs> he was, but, well, he, yeah, was yeah. Lot, he was a lot wacky. <laughs> yeah, one of the reasons we love him so much. Yeah, that's why he's my favorite. So I, I, I'll use him for quotes when I don't even know that if he really quoted or not. But uh, <laughs> so the you know, but the idea that we. You know, there, there was an experiment done, and what, this is one of my favorite experiments of resonance, which resonance and quantum entanglement seem to be have a relationship. So, uh, and I'll explain this. So, there's a uh, the school was doing this. Uh, I forget which college was doing it, but they were doing a uh, a study, and they invited a hundred people to the auditorium, and what they were claiming to be doing was they're going to be studying music and mu- music's effect on the body. Okay. So everybody agreed to have, e- you know, the ECG stuff hooked up to you and uh, brain monitors. And they had all these devices, all, all hundred people had those. And what they were going to be instructed to do is when, when the music starts, we're going to measure all of this stuff and see how it affects your emotions and your, your, your chemistry or your, your heartbeat and blood pressure and all that. So, that was not the experiment at all. But that was that was explaining to get everybody on board, and they didn't right. want to tell them what the spirit was. So, right. in the background, the as we were waiting for this, it's like a thirty minute before it's going to start. They said we're going to start in about thirty minutes. Just talk quietly amongst yourself. So there's a background, like a, a sort of a slight music, tiny you know elevator kind of music stuff. But underneath that was this very distinct bump. Bump, I mean, uh, like a just you know a heartbeat sounding kind of thing, like bump, bump, and so what they would do is with all these people being monitored, they were actually monitoring the heart rate and to see how long it, or if it would get in coherence with the bumps of the beat, and so it was fascinating because as they were doing it, the they would raise the beats, you know, like instead of being at, you know, like 70 beats, which is a normal heart rate. Uh, but it took about 10 minutes before the entire audience just almost became, there were a few exceptions, uh, met have been because somebody had some heart problems, but most people came into coherence 
at that beat. And as they would increase the beat, it would, the energy in the room would rise and they would start talking louder and laughing. And then they would lower the beat and it would quiet. And they had no idea all this was going on. So in a room full of a hundred people, they were able to get their, their heart rate in resonance. And I just, I just think that's an amazing thing that we can, we can influence it that way. So to me, that, that's a, that's sort of a concept that is a sister to quantum theory, quantum entanglement. Does that make sense? Yeah, um, what you're talking about is is the synchronicity of, of vibration. Yes, yes. They, so they, yes. they've been able to observe the same thing with grandfather clocks. You have two grandfather Absolutely. clocks, yes, yes. And the pendulums are swinging out of sync with each other, and yes. just it for a while, and they'll be in sync with each other after a while. There's a YouTube. What do you call those things that students, music students, that boom, 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 back and forth? Uh, uh, oh, um, yeah, what do you call it? Now, I should know that because I'm a, a former musician. That is called a – it begins with an M. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> is it metrodrome or something metronome, like that? Metronome. It, metro, yeah. So, anyway, they, there's tons of YouTube videos. Look these up, and they'll have 10, 10 of those on a table all out of sync. And it, within a little while, they all are perfectly sync. So, mm-hmm. Another example. It, yeah. So, I like that as – a sort of an example, if that exists, it's akin to quantum entanglement. Does that make sense? Am I mm-hmm. off base yeah. here? Yeah. No, so, I, think, I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, it is, it is worth noting that there are still people who, within the world of physics, who either discount or actually claim that these observations have been disproven. Um, and there are a variety of reasons why they say that. The reason I, I say it's worth noting is I think it, it's basically a it's a way of identifying how much resistance people have to the idea. Mm-hmm. It, it isn't so much that that uh, they've successfully proven or disproven anything, because the moment I hear the word proof or disproof in, in the same sentence as the word science, I know that we're talking about somebody who really doesn't understand science because science right. doesn't prove or disprove anything. Um, but the psychology behind it, the emotion behind the claim, even by scientists, that you know it's been disproven, it says a lot about just how resistant we are to the idea that there can be these kinds of synchronicities, there can be these kinds of vibrational similarities going on, and that they can influence each other, especially at large distances. I mean, literally, these experiments that are being done that demonstrate uh, a synchronicity between something going on here and something going on in Alpha Centauri at the same moment terrifies some some physicists because it, yes. it basically breaks their their world open, and right. it, that's a, sort of a microcosm version of what happens with society at large. Society at large, there are a lot more people today are are very receptive to the idea of vibration and vibrational essence and, and similar vibration and so forth. But there's still a hardcore that resists it utterly, and and they'll resist it to the death. Yes, yes. And that, it, resist- it, it, oh, I'm sorry, I was just going to say that resistance ultimately is what leads to not only a tremendous amount of resistance to the idea, but also to the resistance of how it's going to play out in one's own life. And that of course. is really critical because then you're basically like the, 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 the driver uh, sitting in the, in the, the car at the steering wheel, not realizing that the steering wheel is in front of him and they complain that the car is driving all over the place. Right. Well, and, and it, you know, very much a similar concept, but the, the observer effect of, uh, you know, that, that quantum theory suggests it, it, it's re, it's a reverse play here because mm-hmm. if you don't believe that this is re, if you're if you're hardcore this can't be right which 
you know, it, it, you, you're literally going to get results. The observer effect will deliver those. One yeah. of the, yeah, with, with many, many, many experiments uh, over the years have shown results that uh, actually match what the what the scientists actually believe. Mm-hmm. And it could be opposite results on a, the same thing because the scientists believe opposite things. So it, 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 that's what again, that's all part of it to me. This is all related to this concept. And I love that. It, it, it just it. it Basically, it makes no sense, which I love. Nothing needs to make sense. <laughs> it makes no like, sense, which I love. That's a great yeah. quote. That's the quote of the day right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, but, but, I, but it makes me fascinated because it, it just shows that there's so much that we don't know. We're not going to figure out quantum entanglement in the brain, but I, I like the way tonight, at least. Uh, but we're not going to, what I do like about it is just the, the explanation of why do some people have that connection when you're around and other people don't. That's, that's where I wanted to go with that concept. And so you can become entangled, quantumly entangled in theory. Like I have people that I don't know why I like being around them. You know what I mean? I'm not really, I, I, I work, you know, 40 hours a week, usually talking to people every single day. So me hanging out with people in my spare time is not one of my favorite things. I really enjoy some, Downtime, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. So, mm-hmm. so if I have somebody I want to hang out with, there's a reason. It's like that, you know, I, I, I don't like to do a lot, but there's some people I really will get up to go out with them and right. because I'm really connected to them and I'm always fascinated by that injury and sort of that, that need to, or that drive to do that. What is connecting me to people uh, like that? And it's just, uh, I don't know. And I'm, I'm, I'm often wondering why. Okay, well, this person asked you to do the same thing two nights ago. No, I don't want to do that. Like, yeah, I'm ready to go now. It's like, well, what happened? It, it, the energy that I get when I'm around certain people, I really love to be around. Other people's like, eh, you know, it's okay. I'm, I need to sit home and wait for that avocado to ripen. Yeah. <laughs> but the avocado, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I, and what you're describing, I think, is a, is a, a piece of a larger puzzle or a larger mosaic, I guess is probably a better way of saying it. Where we have um, we have people who are able to do things like you know receive psychic messages, channel mm-hmm. uh, mediums, all that kind of stuff. And I, I certainly counted myself for years in the camp that that crossed my arms and, and sat back in my chair and 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 nodded with my eyes rolling, uh, saying yeah, sure, whatever. Until I started doing the show, and I've had a number of people who claim to be psychics and mediums and channelers on the show, and wouldn't you know it? They've actually demonstrated that they can, they really know how to do this stuff. They really, I mean, yeah. a lot of stuff you can't uh, demonstrate one way or the other whether there's truth behind it. But some things you can. One of the, of the things that comes to my mind is um, former co-host Alex King um, was on the show at a time when another co-host, Rita Giganti, was on, and Rita started to um, she started to to pass some messaging along that she was getting about what was going on. Um, with, with, uh, with Miss King's body, basically she was, she was dealing with some medical issues. Now at the time she was dealing with certain medical issues, but not the ones that Rita was talking about. Mm. So I was kind of sitting back and I was saying, yeah, okay, well, she doesn't really know Alex, first of all, because <laughs> those aren't the issues that Alex is dealing with. And, you know, does Rita not really know what she's doing? Um, and I liked Rita, so I, I wanted her to be true, but 
you know, there was that skeptical part of me that was saying, eh, I don't know, this doesn't sound right. Well, turns out she was right in ways that we didn't even understand at the time, because at Alex's next doctor appointment, they started investigating a new set of, uh, of findings that they didn't understand what they were and they hadn't seen them before. And sure enough, when they followed them through, they matched what Rita had said was going to be happening. So wow. she actually anticipated what the doctors were going to find. That's not something that you can do through pre-planning or finding research or whatever. Right. And, and right. so when I saw that and, he and heard that and experienced that, I said, whoa, okay, she's getting something real there. I don't know yes. how she's doing it. I don't know how all that works, but I'd be an idiot to say that that is coincidence. I completely agree. And, uh, it, 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 I, I've been, I've always been the same way. I, I never, when I first started listening to, uh, Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks stuff, mm. uh, I was like, okay, you know, whatever. I like the message. I'll just let this idea that some dude is talking to this lady, you know, I just, I sort of let that go. Uh, but over the years, I, I, yeah, I really believe there's something there. I really believe it. I, I was always good with the messages on point, no matter how it's delivered. I love the message. It, it, I find the message to be complete. So the message wasn't dependent on the source of it. Yes. Uh, and, and, and so I, 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 be, I was a big believer for a long time where I was halfway going, I don't know if they're making this up. I don't know if she believes it. I, I, I but over the years, and I've been adamant, uh, follower there for many, many years. So I really believe it. I really do. I really believe that there's, there, there is something there. Uh, yeah, but it, it, it's irrelevant really for my message, which makes it even better because the mm -hmm. message is, is so sound. Uh, I don't have to throw that message away just because she, you know, is she really feeling that? Is she making it? I don't really care. It doesn't matter because we, we get to the same place and there's a lot of other sources that support like the law of attraction that aren't from some channel being. So. Yeah. You know, there, there's a, there's a lot of that stuff, so it's not needed. Uh, but I do agree with you, and that's where, you know, the the idea that we have far beyond 1993, uh, the CIA investigated a lot of stuff. Yes. Uh, law, law of attraction, uh, remote viewing, uh, and it's it's public records. Just you got to Google it. 1993 CIA investigation, CIA investigation into law of attraction. Uh, and they, they, when you hear that, that you'll hear them say, well, the, the report discounted all that stuff. Right. No, it doesn't. It, 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 it gives credit. It says, look, we, we don't understand this. There, there's something to this, but the, the, the government used remote viewing to find people. If you know what remote viewing is, where you're sitting there and imagining, you know, you're seeing somewhere around the world, uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, actually said we had a remote viewer that identified a down plane that we had to find. And, and the CIA was pissed that he said that, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and so the, the idea that this stuff exists, it's all part of the same category, I believe. Mm. I think this is all part of that same category. And the, you know, we haven't tapped into what we are capable of doing, the energy of the brain. You know, when I have a, uh, if, if we were in person, I, I have like right now, when I hold my hand, if I concentrate a minute, sure. I can feel the heat from my, I can make my hand hot. Yeah. And now technically I'm all 98.6 degrees, <laughs> but somehow I can, you know, so I can go up to somebody and, and do that. And they're like, Oh my gosh, it, it's, yeah, I feel that. And there's something about that 
connection or that heat that I can, you know, make happen from my hand. Uh, especially I have to like think about it, like hold it there and I hold it and it'll get hotter and hotter and hotter. Not where I'm going to get burned or anything. Right. So there, there's this, there's something there. We have the ability to operate in a way that, that we, science has never completely agreed with. Uh, and as you said, a lot of times this stuff just scares people. Yes. Uh, it, it just scares people. I heard a, a guy on a YouTube channel the other day. Uh, and you never know these YouTube guys that they could be, but they were making some sense on some stuff. They said, look, it, there's a lot of people that don't want us to know some of the things because what, what if, what if I, he's, I don't know why, but a lot of people are just scared because it goes against everything we've always considered science back in with a Galileo, uh, I, I, my history and all this is pretty, pretty sad, but, uh, <laughs> Galileo is the one that is this discovered that, you know, the, the, is that the sun is in the middle and we're going around that? Is that, mm-hmm. was that him? Okay. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so the Catholic church, uh, hate, w- would have put him to death if we had said that. You can't, you can't say that mm-hmm. because the earth is the center. So, uh, he waited until he was about to die and he told everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it, it was like, yeah. And, and then they had to deal with that fact. Uh, but, but for, they, they would argue back then because it didn't match their narrative that this is the center of everything and everything's going around Earth. Now, it doesn't seem like a big deal now, but back then, wow, you know, that, that was, that was shocking news. Oh, that was, that was heresy. Yeah. Yeah. And it, he, he, and he, he left that out there. And, you know, it's like, uh, I, I love that. We can question stuff like this today without being put to death, obviously. Um, but what is it? What is all this? The quantum entanglement, the brain, uh, it has to have a connection. Uh, I have always wondered when, you know, I have, uh, seen in what I, what I refer to as a dream, but it was more than a dream. My, my son, TJ, who passed away, I've had conversations with him. Right, right. Uh, about that. Yeah. And, it's different than the dream I had. It is, I, I am convinced for me, it's very real. I, we really talked. And that is something that, you know, would, would sort of go to that entanglement. Our energies are entangled. Even he's on, you know, he's transitioned to the non-physical. But our energies are still entangled and, and can still have these conversations. And I'm fascinated by that. And it, it feels very real to me. And, and, you know, I know the naysayers are going, Joel, you just dreamed it. And, and I get it. But this was different. This was I have crazy dreams. I've had a dream when Aunt Jemima, an alligator, is driving in a convertible. Don't know why. Um, true story. I've had that dream. So that's a dream. But the thing with TJ was we were we were in conversation. Yeah, and I know exactly what you're talking about when you say that. I had a very similar experience with my dad after he passed. Um, I, I think that one of the most fascinating aspects of this is is tied to the word that you used. You described um, the thought process of the naysayers as a narrative. Yes. And I think narrative is, a, is an excellent word to use because from an LOA perspective, from a theoretical LOA perspective, we know that all of our experiences in life are the result of our narratives. Whatever the narrative is, is what produces the dominant narrative, I should say. Whatever the dominant yes. narratives are, those are what produce uh, similar like results. Those dominant narratives they can drive you crazy, but they can also provide a way for you to develop your sense of belief. And 
the evidence of that is in the fact that the naysayers can so firmly and strongly believe that, you know, this whole idea of brain entanglement and psychic abilities and all this is, is nonsense uh, to the point where you can't even get them to consider any possibility. That Their belief is so strong simply because they have played this narrative over and over and over again. And then there are going to be people like us who do exactly the opposite. Yeah. We, we can keep playing our narrative and our narrative keeps saying, yes, this is all real and becomes very real for us to the point where we're a hundred percent sure it's real. And we're both doing the same thing. <laughs> we're doing the exact same thing as the naysayers. We are sure. creating a narrative, believing the narrative, building the belief over time by repeating that narrative, repeating, repeating, repeating. My goodness. We're a lot more the same than we are different, even though we well, have different viewpoints. Well, yeah, it's, it's the same, it's the same coin, just different sides. And yeah. the, the, for me, and I tell, I tell people, I have, I feel there's nothing that has changed my life more than law of attraction. I believe it, it has, uh, changed everything for me. Uh, I have an incredible life and I, I believe that I operate with that theory. So I don't know if it, do I just believe it so strong that it, it is true for me? It's possible. I, I, I'm not trying to rule out anything. If you don't believe it's going to work for you, I, I don't know if it's still work. I don't know all that. I just know for me, I accept this as fact. And amazing things just keep happening. Uh, in fact, I don't even have to try anymore. These happens. Just things happen. You know, it's just I, I don't have any uh, any of the things I used to struggle with. You know, trying to use the law of attraction. It's just it automatically is provided and it's easy and. Uh, again, I, I, but I can also make the argument, well, I'm expecting great things to happen. And mm-hmm. so they're happening. Well, that's yeah. sort of the law of attraction. I mean, it yeah. all goes together. It, you know, it yeah. all goes together. And I do believe that people that don't believe it's, it's any way possible to help and they're, they're just stuck where they're stuck. They're going to be stuck where they're stuck and it won't work for them, which it is working, but it's working in a different way. It's working because it's just, you're not believing it's going to work. <laughs> well, I think I, I think it probably goes a little bit further than that. I think actually it does work um, in their lives in ways that are consistent with their beliefs, but also that are inconsistent with their beliefs because no one is 100% consistent. I mean, I don't care how strong an advocate you are on this particular issue. You, there, there are going to be other things in life having nothing to do with science, having nothing to do with physics or whatever. Um and you're, in, you're indicating to me that you don't hear me. You don't hear me. This is not a good thing. What just happened? So let me just make sure I am broadcasting here. I'm going to do a little audio test. Yep, my mic seems to be working. But for some reason, you're not hearing me. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure how to proceed here because norm- norm- I know. Normally... There's three of us. There's, there's a, I'll, I'll send you a, a private check because we have a private chat we can send through. Normally, there are ways for us to double check because we have three people on the show, but we only do two here on the Tuesday nights. So I'm not sure how we can double check this. I'm going to just send a little note to, to Joel. So I can send him that message, but um, I'm going to ask him to try to log it again. 
And I think he's seeing the messages that I'm sending him. So, yeah, he's going to try logging out and logging in. Hopefully, that's going to take care of it. Oh, my goodness. We haven't had a technical issue like this in a long time on the show, but now all of a sudden we're getting it. Um, and the real test is going to be after we're done recording, can I actually hear my voice here? We'll find that out later. But um, I was commenting just earlier today at doing a, another episode um, that uh, we just published. And in that, that episode, um, I commented that we – do these things. We, we record these, these episodes without editing anymore. I used to edit them because I wanted to make sure everything nice was nice and clean. And, and, uh, like my, my guest and I this morning, uh, observed it's actually a lot more fun when, when it's not that clean and hard to, to figure out. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. So I think it was working and just you weren't actually receiving it at your end. So I think the reboot took care of it. We'll just kind of. Yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll assume that. Now, um, now, the hard part is I have no idea where, where I was in my comments, so you're going to have to tie me in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, were, we were talking about the – you said, well, actually, I think it does work, and uh, not in the way – you know, we were talking about the law of attraction not working, and you said, I do think it works. Uh, it's just not how it's intended or something, I, and then not lost oh. you totally. Yeah. Well, I, I think what I was trying to say, and probably just as well that it cut out because I – I don't think I was saying it well before, so let me try again. <laughs> but I, what I was trying to say is that um, even those who are in the belief system that it doesn't work, that it can't work, and 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 that there, there's no evidence to suggest that it does work, in other areas of their lives, they prove that it works anyway. Yeah. And, which I, th I think is a fascinating thing. They don't I, – I believe that they don't actually make the conscious connection themselves. They don't recognize – the connection going on. They don't recognize the, the evidence. Um, they, they see it as all being quote, purely coincidental unquote. Yes. And I say that because that's what I used to believe. I used to believe in pure coincidences. I no longer believe in pure coincidences. I don't think there's any such thing as a pure coincidence anymore. Meaning a coincidence that is not connected. The two pieces aren't connected to each other. I believe that everything is connected now, but yes. 20 years ago, I did not believe that. So I, I can identify with where they're, where they're coming from. And yet if somehow they were willing or able to look at other areas of their lives and ask themselves, are phenomena like this playing out in my life? It might take some hard, cold honesty to get there, but I think they'd find it actually is. Yeah. I, I completely agree. It's just one of those things that, you, you know, you get so buried in beliefs. I was, here, here's a, a story that happened today. It's a very long story of how I got there, so I'm not going to give it to you, but, uh, I was, I had to go to this mobile home park. Uh, I didn't even know we had mobile home parks around here. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I've never, I've never seen it. So I, I, I'm looking for a client, a, a rental place. Long story, doesn't matter. So I'm, I, I go into this mobile home park and, it is, you know, rough. I mean, it's, it's just sure. not, you know, we live, we live in a relatively affluent area and it's like, it's just shocking that this is sort of right here. Right. And as I'm driving through this mobile home park, I, I, the, there's a lady, a young lady, probably early twenties, maybe, maybe 25. She has two little kids and they're walking and, you know, it's just, they're, they're there and I ask, as I'm talking to her, I'm just, the, the kids are dirty and, and it, it just very sad. The scenario looks very sad. I don't know any backstory or anything. So 
um, I asked her where the office was, and she was very nice. And she said, well, uh, it's over there, but the guy doesn't he, – he works during the day, so you'll have to get hold of him online. I said, thank you. And I don't know why. I, I said, you know, I just – Clearly, her life is you know, not in whatever's going on. It's just not living optimally, I guess, is the way right. to look at it. Now, so I had fifty dollars. Normally, didn't have. I never carry cash, but I had fifty dollars. I just hand it to her. So here you go. And she's like, well, "What's that for?" I just feel like I wanted to share that with you today. And I, I said, "No strings attached." And she said, "Did God send you?" <laughs> and I go, "Maybe." Um, I said, "Possibly," but I, I just want to be able to help you. She said. This is never what did you drive in here to hand me? I said, I didn't know you existed. I and and more than anything, I just was compelled, like, wow. And so I told her, I said, uh, I believe, you know, very much in a concept called the law of attraction. And uh I don't have one of the books now, but if you're interested in that, I'll pick one up and drop it off at you know, that sort of explains that. I said, but uh more than anything, if you don't want to read it, that's fine. Uh there's fifty dollars. I hope it helps with something. She goes, my food stamps don't come for another day. This is literally a miracle. And I said, well, I'm glad that we could provide that miracle. So, uh, and then, then she was at least kind enough to go, and I'm not going to read that book. And I go, okay, uh, that's fine too. Uh, so drop off the money. So this is, event happened today. Now, that exact moment in time, I made a split second decision to go in that mobile home park at that moment because I happened to be right down the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for her to be walking at that exact same moment for me to ask that question, uh, you know, that, that's a lot of things. So, uh, I, I didn't set out today to, to help her. And as I said, I, I, the only reason I even have cash is I got cash yesterday because I wanted to tip people is I, uh, you know, the only time I ever carry cash is to tip people. So long story short, uh, I left and I had to be like, what are the odds of that encounter? And, uh, <laughs> I did leave my business card and said, look, you know, I, I, any, you know, I, I could hook you up with some services if you're not getting them. Be glad to help you in any way. And I think she's just baffled why this guy drove up and handed her $50 and didn't yeah. want anything left. Yeah. Uh, so to her, it was a miracle. Her perception was a miracle. Uh, and to me, it was just like, that was just, you know, Monday. That's what Monday is, you know, but it's just <laughs> the, 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 it, the, her perspective, uh, Good things don't happen. I mean, she she clearly. I don't know the chain of events that led her there, but I, it can't be good. It's not a it's not a good trajectory. I'm sure. I, I personally have to agree with her. I think it is a miracle. I, I think quantum entanglement is a, is a miracle. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I did 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 all that happen? I mean, that, that's. I know we're getting theoretical here, but that could We've be been a theoretical theory. for years. This is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, but you know, the the I I look at timing. You know the. Uh, I, I went to the gym. I ate lunch. I stopped at the grocery store. Mm. I said, Oh, I'm not far from that mobile home park. Let me just zip over there. Yeah. So I'm driving around. In fact, I had to text a friend because I didn't know how to get into the mobile home park. <laughs> it, it was not as, it was not as easy as it seemed. Uh, but I was able to get in there. She, she told me how to get in. And when I ran into this lady, so our, our meeting today was built on a, a, a bunch of little nuances to put me at that exact moment. Which I could roll down my window and ask where the office was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd like to take it a step further, although I can't because uh, that would require a conversation with her. But I'd like to ask her if there was. I, I know that she needed the money for the food. She didn't have enough money from the food stamps. But I, I want to ask her 
were you at all focusing your attention recently on what am I going to do to get money? I somehow I have to get the money to, so, or, or somehow I have to get the food so I can feed my family or whatever. Have, were, were you, were you focused on that at all? Cause I gotta believe she was. I mean, that was a big part of what was going on in her, in her life. I, I can't imagine being a young mother with two kids. Again, I have no idea about her scenario, uh, but where they were living, uh, clearly were not, uh, you know, financially secure. And I can't imagine her thoughts with with two or three days left before her EBT card uh, gets filled that she was in any way not thinking about food. She has two little babies. I mean, I I, yeah. I just can't imagine. And uh, so it, it it's not. I just am more fascinated by the the meeting. I'm fascinated by the the chain of events that put me at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just thought it was just, just fascinating the whole time. And so I thought about it all day and it, it broadly meets our topic today because there, you know, is, is there some type of entanglement that, that would somehow direct me to that moment? I think the answer is yes. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I'll, I'll bring out another thing that has, has, uh, been fascinating to me for quite some time. Um, and that is the phenomenon that we're all familiar with where a generation of people, kids, we'll, we'll, we'll assume from the moment that they're, they're in their, their kid level until they, they become adults. So let's divide into 20 year periods. That's the way, you know, the, the sociologists usually divide them up. So for every 20 year grouping of, of people compared to the next 20 year grouping, compared to the next 20 year grouping, the next generation is always smarter. Yeah. They always know more and, and they seem to know more not because they went to school better or because they learned, they, they, they seem to know it even before they go to school. Now it, it's especially been happening a lot since uh, the advent of modern technology, but this happened also before technology. This has been going on for generations. It's been going on for centuries. And I, I don't think there's really a whole lot of doubt that it has been very consistent one generation to the next. The next generation is always smarter, knows more. It's, it's like there's a collection of information, a collection of knowledge that's being transferred from one generation to the next. Now, the obvious answer that everyone would want to latch onto as to why that's happening as well is passed along genetically. But the problem is we now know that the human genome really is only capable of, of a finite amount of information that's, that's transferred. In fact, there's a whole lot that goes on that really goes on beyond what's going on in the genome. Of course. So once again, I'm asking, well, then where's the information transfer happening? And as, as far as I can see, there are no physical processes in terms of what we, we generally understand as a physical process that explain it. To me, that means there has to be some sort of a quantum exp- explanation. I can't think of any other way for it to happen. I agree. Completely agree. And uh, there's been a lot of research in that whole field about the 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 stuff, not only the stuff that is, quote, unquote, pre-installed, so to speak. They don't know how necessarily it's pre-installed, but sort of the in in the evolution of that pre-installation information. It it gets better, as you're saying. We have more information. You have more information. Evolution would support, uh, traumas that, you know, learning from traumatic events, learning from different things. So evolution would support that. How it's tr- beyond the, 
you know, the, the, the few the genomes that we know, like you said, they're very limited in what they can do. It's, it's not that that it's being delivered through, but it's that it's that stuff that is already pre-installed. It's the, 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 the pre-installed software, so to speak. How is that being downloaded? And that that's the million. Nobody has answered that adequately yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not even inadequately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they haven't really come close at all to answering. Yeah, yeah. But it, 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 it is it is a fascinating whole concept for that. But it, it, it all is in this same same arena. The you know, the the idea that uh you know when when you know the basic stuff which you know the instincts of animals, you know, when a uh certain animals are born walking, certain animals are born swimming, certain I mean they're they're just born and they know all this stuff already. You know, it's just uh that a lot of that is explained in, in their genetics, but there, there's been an evolution of that as well. There's yeah. been uh, there uh, some some zoo somewhere in this baby chimpanzee, pretty young, was you know they were digging this hole like the, this chimpanzee takes the stick and starts digging, and they're like how the other ones weren't using a tool. This chimpanzee started using a tool like at, at a few months old. And they're like, where, where did that come from? You know, mm-hmm. chimpanzees have been taught to do that, but, but this, nobody ever did that to this, but yet somehow it, it realized, let's use this to do this. You know, then the other ones went and picked up a stick and did it. It's like, okay, something's going on here. Yeah. I, I think one of the least well-defined scientific concepts I've ever heard is the concept of instinct. Because that's yes. where we get that word from. It, it, it's, yes. it's all we understand about instinct derives from the world of science. Yes. And it, it, it is badly defined. I've, oh, yeah. In many cases, it's not defined at all. It's, it's assumed a priori. Well, instinct exists. And yes. that's all we need to know, which is, boy, talk about defaulting on responsibility. What scientist would actually want to default on that? And yet they do. They also they do. do. Well, they, they don't, they don't want to not know the answer. So it's better to pick something and say, oh, it's interesting. I guess so. Yeah. I guess yeah. that's what it is. It, it's, a, it's an ego factor, a pride factor. Clearly. Um, but I mean, talk about something that needs to be investigated. In, instinct. It, 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 you want to open up a whole new field of science and an area of science? There it is right there. Yeah. Oh, it, I would love for there to be a brand new area of science that would incorporate instinct. Uh, all the stuff we normally talk about and the placebo effect. I wish we just oh, created a science for that. I just, wouldn't it be great if there was a whole new branch of science to look at all that stuff? Cause oh, all, the, the placebo effect is built, built into this too. I know we, I know I would I could put, I could make the connection with the placebo. Go for it. Let's yeah, draw the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, you know, I, I shared in one of our episodes, uh, along the way, I have a friend in Florida that, uh, was diagnosed with, uh, liver cancer. And I got right. the call and I'll give a short version of that. I got the call, uh, and very good friends. So I was up here. They were down there. I flew down. I said, we got to, and I, I couldn't get down there for a week. And that was when it, they went to the original point and said, look, you have you know, liver cancer. It looks like it's pretty advanced. Uh, and, they got him to the oncologist that followed Friday. I went down there and when they, they were in there forever, I was sitting in the lot. There was just no communication. I thought they'd taken him to emergency surgery. My brain created all the scenarios. 
Sure. Well, they come they come out after about five hours, and I go, why were you in there so long? They said, well, they kept doing scans, and they kept drawing blood, and they kept doing scans. And finally, the doctor came in and said, you don't have anything wrong with you. We don't know how this all got mixed up, but the you, you're fine. Now, the part of the story that I didn't tell is he had lost 19 pounds in a few days. He was gray. His yeah. body was responding as if he had like he had stage four liver cancer. Yes. Uh, but, the, you know, so there is that concept of the nocebo effect, nocebo effect. I can't say that right now, uh, but placebo effect, all that goes together. It's the same thing. So his body was responding to a belief and it, it, it would, he would have probably, I don't know if he would have died, died, but it was on his way to die until he was told he didn't have it. And then, you know, he just, he couldn't eat before that. We went to Chipotle, had a huge bowl and wouldn't lift a weight. So it was, it was, but it, it's, it's amazing how that happened. Mm. And so the placebo effect, when, uh, you believe something is going to make you well, it does. And so many times, you know, we talk, we've discussed this a hundred times, but I, I think it's all the same category here. I really do. The phrase that comes to my mind comes from the non-LOA world, mind over matter. Uh, it's used to explain a lot of things. Basically, it's used to explain things the way that the, the person doing the explaining can't explain. That's the way it's most okay. often used. Right. But the thing that's amazing to me is how freaking accurate it is. It is. It <laughs> just, is. I mean, that just describes exactly what's going on here. It's the mind over the matter. The mind is controlling the matter. It goes right. right back to the double split, split experiment we were talking yeah. about. When the mind yeah. pays attention, when there's a conscious awareness paying attention, the location of the molecule is different, or the electron, I guess it is, like molecule or electron, I can't remember which. But yes. it, 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 the location is different because of, of conscious attention. That's the part that, I mean, I, I don't fully grasp. I do. I kind of do. But I don't fully grasp how it is that any physicist can know that that is true and dismiss it. I know they can. I've seen them do it. I'm aware that they can do it. They find ways to say, oh, well, it's just a misinterpretation of the way physics actually works. You know, they have different kinds of explanations for it. But bottom line is, how do they actually, within themselves, justify dismissing that experiment? Because that experiment yes. is mind-blowing. Yes. I, I'm mind-blown right now. Yes. It, <laughs> it, 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 it is, but that's sort of the point. It, the, the, you have people that will defend... There is, yeah, it's like religion, you know, and, and, you know, don't want to get too deep in that because I can go off the deep end of that there too. But <laughs> a lot of people can't logically discuss religion mm. because they feel attacked if you're not, if you're going to challenge any of their beliefs. Where I love discussing all the concepts. I really do. It's just fascinating to me. Uh, the idea that all this sort of goes together, same thing. We, a lot of people don't want their core beliefs attacked and, right. uh, and they'll defend it and they, they'll defend it like, uh, and, you know, get a little bit, uh, off the rails here. It is, I, I am, I'm like you, you and I are a lot alike politically. I don't like any of these clowns on any <laughs> level that are running any. So I, I don't take a side. Uh, but I will tell you this. When, I posted something and it, it was, it was misinterpreted by Facebook about being about COVID and they, it was not anything to do with COVID, but they, no. they, okay. they, they blocked me because they thought it was about COVID. I was like, 
So we get to a place and when you can't have a discussion, I don't want to disagree. I like to discuss things. I like to discuss science. I like to discuss theory. But you get to a place where you can only say one thing and anything other than that, you can't discuss and it's monitored and blocked. Like I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a conspiratorialist in that sense. I, I, I'm not anti-vaxxer. I'm just, I, I just like to understand concepts and you can't discuss them if it doesn't go to the exact narrative or they'll shut you down. Yeah. And well, it, it, to me, the really interesting part of that, because that is playing out often, it's now getting to the point where there is more than one poll. There's more than one viewpoint that is being um, enforced in that way. Yeah. So, for instance, you have Elon Musk who bought up Twitter and turned it into X. And yeah. he's doing his own thing over there, which is different from the way that Facebook is doing their thing, which is different from the yeah. way somebody look, I mean, they, they all have their own little thing that they're doing, right. often at loggerheads with each other. Yes. And, and yes. where I'm sitting, I'm saying, this isn't the end of that. This is the beginning of that. Like, there's oh. going to be a whole lot more of that. So we're going to have a whole lot of people and organizations and belief systems and so forth saying, no, this is the only way to think yours can't even be allowed. We must banish it. And after a while, this just becomes ludicrous because <laughs> was everybody going to banish everything? <laughs> well, well, that's, that's, that's the thing. You can't, uh, you, there, you get so limited in what you say because you have to filter because there are just certain topics that will, uh, shut you down. I, I, yeah. you know, I, I'm well, not always knew a, that. Linus from Peanuts fame. He knew that. He said there are three yeah. things that you can't talk about religion, politics, and the great pumpkin. Yeah, exactly. And we, <laughs> all, we all know that great pumpkin story. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, but that, that's exactly right. Well, so, uh, that, and this all, this is where this all comes about. So, you know, the, you, you get people at a double slit experiment. If you don't know what that is, I really wish you'd take the time or audience mm. to just Google that. And there's countless examples. This has been re- replicated a million times. It's just, uh, it, it, and, and it's just as baffling to me every time, but it, it makes no sense. It, in fact, it, it makes so little sense. I can't believe that that's not one of the biggest topics we always are talking about. It's like, <laughs> it, 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 when you observe these part, these, these, these light particles, they, they behave differently when we're watching them when we're not watching them. Mm-hmm. Is that not the, the wildest, just that one piece, is that the wildest thing that we know as a fact? I mean, just see, so it how is. does that happen? How does it that is. happen? Just, I don't know. It, to me, it's exciting, actually. It is. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's because exciting. we can't explain. Yeah. Well, well, not only can we not explain it, but we can theorize on it. We may not be able to explain it, but but it sets the mind off to explore all kinds of possible fantasies at that point. Yeah. Because basically what that experiment says is our minds affect our lives. Our yes. minds affect what's going on around our lives. In fact, there are minds that are affecting us. We don't even see the minds. We don't even are aware necessarily that the minds are there and they're affecting our lives and we're affecting yeah. their lives. In fact, there are lives that we didn't even realize are lives. Okay. <laughs> it starts, I mean, literally, it just starts to just go out of control after. It does. It, but, but that's to me, which those are the things I'm into. So I've, I'm always studying these things. I'm always, uh, I, I like the discussion. I like the spooky. I like the stuff that doesn't make sense. Uh, not, I'm not, I'm not anywhere of these, you know, physicists that can figure this. I'm not claiming to have that level of expertise. I'm just a layman that really enjoys looking at all this. And I, that's why I get back to 
quantum, the, the, the double slit experiment to me is basically the science of the law of attraction in, yes. in play. Yes. Because what it's saying is what you observe, what you're expecting it to do, it will do when you're observing it. And when you're not peeking at it, it does whatever the hell it wants to do. <laughs> yes, well said. Yeah. It does whatever the hell it wants to do. <laughs> yeah. And I, again, we're talking light. We're not talking about something with, so where does that come from? Is, is it the, our energy toward it affecting that? And that's, that's going to be something that I will not live long enough for it, for it ever be totally or even explained at all. Uh, and a lot of scientists don't have the ability to say, you know, we just don't know. So they'll just ramble on for hours about it. But they, they, at the end of the day, we don't really know. That's what they're saying. Well, I can mess with our heads one step further. Of course, there's lots Excellent. of ways to mess with our heads. But I'm going, to, I'm going to do it one step further here on the phrase that it doesn't make sense. Because that's the phrase we use, right, to describe yeah. all that doesn't make yeah. sense. Right. Here's the odd part. It does make sense. We just don't believe our senses. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. We're telling us that this is what's happening. If it wasn't for the sense, we wouldn't know this was going on. When, when, I, I love the statement. We cannot, when you hear somebody say, well, that breaks the laws of physics. No, nothing can break the laws of physics. It's just we're misunderstanding the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that, that's the thing. We have an arrogance that we have completely figured it out. So when we say, well, that's breaking the laws of physics. No, the, law, the physics are the physics. It's just we don't understand the physics. I, I think what it does do is that it, it breaks the principle of science. Yes. Science. This is, this is why I always like to, to point to the fact that, that science never proves or disproves anything. Science is a data gathering enterprise. Right. You gather data and then you theorize about it. And then you test your theories by gathering more data. And then you theorize based on that. You gather more data. It's, it's an ongoing thing. That's the way science works. Anyone who talks in terms of proof or disproof is basically saying, I don't trust the science. I don't yes. trust scientific methodology. I don't trust it because I feel like I have a need to nail this set of evidence down in this particular way. Otherwise, I can't feel comfortable. Yes. But that's anti-science. It is. It is. And that the, you know, the, the, the stuff that takes place, the, uh, I was talking to a gentleman the other day that, uh, he's a, he's a, a neuroscientist mm. and he tried, uh, um, did a psilocybin therapeutic psilocybin experience. Ooh, we haven't brought psilocybin in for a while. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it fits right in with this category here in a second. So, uh, <laughs> so this is a, a, a really brilliant neuroscientist and, mm-hmm. and we, we've had many discussions about, and he's, he is, he is classical neuroscience. So, okay. uh, never really wanted to, he agreed with neuroplasticity. He agreed with, but like my law of attraction stuff is like, he's like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's like, yeah. okay. Uh, he'll smile and pat me on the head. And he, <laughs> he's the, he's the one that actually said, Joel, the only reason it works for you is you believe it works for you. And I go, exactly. Oh, I love that story. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we were good friends. Uh, he, and he, he's just like, God, that you set me up for that one. I go, no, you set yourself up. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, as if that is exactly the yeah. Thank you for supporting me. Um, but so we were just so he did this, and he so in the middle of his. Oh, by the way, if you're ever going to do a therapeutic experiment, and again, please do it under the guide of somebody who knows what they're doing. Never text anybody during that experience because you'll regret the text. Um, so, 
<laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I can hardly uh, imagine. Yeah. So in the middle of his experience, and I knew he was doing it that night, so I saw the text come up and go, oh, boy, I can't, I can't wait to see what's about to come out. He goes, everything you've ever said is true. Wow. And I go, oh, my gosh. And he said, I, it was all been revealed to me. Now, after he came, after he came out of it, he goes, well, you know, I, I might have to retract that. He said, but I do. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, I said, oh, I said, no, you've already, I got it in writing, so you already know it's true. Uh, but, but, but the idea that once his mind was opened up under the influence of the psilocybin, where all the, everything's functioning at once, the full functioning of the brain is taking place and neuroplasticity is highest. He, 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 he saw that. He saw that connection. He, and he saw, he said it in his text that it makes complete sense what you're saying. Wow. And I've never seen it before now. Uh, and, and he, he, he's changed. I mean, he's like, you know, I do admit there's something now there, you know, but he's, he, he's not, he's not, he's getting there, but yeah. in the middle of it, and, he, and I told him, I said, never text me when you're doing that because you're yeah. going to regret what you say. You're always going to regret it. It's like, you know, that, that's one of my first advice pieces of advice is like, if it seems like a good idea to text anybody anything, it'll be a good idea in the morning when this is over. So yes. don't do it in the middle. It, trust me. I, I came so close a few times. <laughs> we'll have to save that story for another day. I can't yeah, it, yeah. what that story is. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, but, but it, it goes, all of that opens up to that same thing is, is, you know, the, we, we don't know the power of the, the mind. We, we know the, you know, you got this big fatty thing full of, you know, that brain up there and it's just gooey and all this, but the, that's just the sort of the housing. The, the intricacies and the neural pathways and all the stuff that made that work and what drives it. We, we, we claim to, we espouse a lot of this stuff, but it's not anywhere near, we're not anywhere close to really understanding it, which is fascinating. And it leaves all kinds of possibilities for science to explore as the years to come. It's going to be fun to watch that journey. Even if yeah, we're having to put up with all the uh, the resistances and the endpoints and the, oh this is the final proofs we we we'll have to put up with that stuff but the scientific journey itself that goes on and that one's going to be very very cool as has it been is. this conversation this conversation has been great it's been, I love it I love when we get way down the rabbit holes and and you know just go all over the place today was fantastic for that uh, as always I really love doing the show and look forward to next week absolutely I'm looking forward to it as well so we will. Thank you all for listening and see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. 